You're listening to the Mom Mindset Podcast. As a mom, I know that you face challenges every day, but I also know that those challenges don't have to steal your joy and confidence as a parent. Each week, we'll adjust the different challenges and mindsets that moms face and show you how to overcome them so that you can thrive in every season of life. After all, you are the best mom for your child. Hey there, mom friends, and welcome back to the Mom Mindset Podcast. I hope you're having an awesome day. I hope you had a great weekend and that you are ready to start the week. Today, we're going to be talking about mom guilt. I'm sure that all of you are familiar with it. I'm sure you've felt it from time to time. Uh, But in case maybe you're a a soon-to-be mom listening, mom guilt is that feeling of being not enough that comes when you think about how you're raising your kids. You might feel guilty for maybe giving your kids too much TV time, or maybe you feel like you're not doing enough educational activities with them, or you're not making uh, your your dinners aren't healthy enough. You know, there's all disqualify us from being a good mom. There are things that make us feel insecure, maybe even guilty. Um, and it's not even just related to parenting and momhood. It can just be this feeling that like every part of your day must be lived serving somebody else. Like this idea that taking time off is selfish, pursuing your own interests is selfish. Um, and before you say that's not me, like please keep listening because I'm going to give you three secret ways that mom guilt might be showing up in your life. So just hang in there with me. <laughs> but basically, all of these expectations are just because it's what society, it's what the media, our friends and family, it's what all of these different people think that moms should be like. You know, moms should be, some people will say, oh, mom should be staying home all day. They should be making super nutritious dinners. They should be homeschooling. And you have a whole other group of people that are telling you, no, mom should be working. They should be showing their kids how to go after their dreams and they should be um, putting their kids in all these activities. And Basically, everybody has a different idea of what we should do. And when you're comparing what you're doing for your family to what someone else thinks that you should be doing, you know, these can be positive expectations. Like um, maybe on social media, you'll see people who have their their baby doing these cute like monthly pictures or uh, their kids are playing with these nice Montessori toys or, you know, different things like that. Those are both things I personally really like to do. (laughs) Um, But if you don't, that's fine. Uh, So there's positive things that you might see, things that could be enriching for your child or for your family. But there's also like these negative ideas of what motherhood is. This idea that, oh, good moms never get to drink their coffee hot or good moms never have time to themselves. And whatever way you look at it, all of these expectations are just putting undue pressure on you because ultimately what works for you and what works for your family is what matters most. It doesn't matter what Sally down the street is doing with her kids if that type of routine makes you miserable. But that's the whole thing behind mom guilt. We're looking at what other parents are doing. We're looking at what some stranger on the internet is doing. We're looking at what our parents did. And we're feeling the pressure of those expectations and the failure to live up to those expectations. And we feel like we're not enough. Am I the only one who feels this way from time to time? Like I'm not enough. Like I'm not doing enough for my kids or I'm not doing enough for my family. or I'm not doing the right things. Honestly, it's exhausting. You know, it's not even so much mom guilt because guilt can have a purpose, right? When you do something wrong, you feel guilty and it prompts you to make a change or apologize or whatever you have to do to make it right. Um, It's when we let that guilt affect our confidence, even when we know that we're doing everything that we know how to do. You know, it's more like it's not so much mom guilt, it's mom condemnation because guilt says, hey, you did something bad and you can fix it. But condemnation says that you are something bad. You are a bad mom. You are 
failing to live up to the expectation you set for yourself. You aren't capable of making a change. You just have to live the way that you are. That's the way that condemnation is. It makes you feel like this is a fixed thing that's happening that you have no control over. And once you get into the cycle of guilt and condemnation, that hurts your confidence as a parent. And it makes it even harder to do the things that you need to do to take care of yourself so that you can show up and be a confident mom every single day for your kids. You know, a lot of people seem to think that the solution for mom guilt is just more self-care. And you know, you should absolutely take care of yourself in whatever way feels good for the season of life that you're in. I know as a newborn, self not when I was a newborn, when I had a newborn. Um, Self-care looked like just taking a long healing shower. I would put on a podcast I liked. I found these cute little um, like aromatherapy sizzle bars at um, Target that you put into your shower and they make it smell nice. You know, so whatever makes you feel good in that season, you know, nowadays, now my kids are a little bit older. Self-care looks like working on a passion project or it looks like going out to drink coffee at the local coffee shop. So whatever it is for you in your season that makes you feel good, makes you feel recharged, that's a great thing to do. However, it is not the solution to mom guilt because mom guilt has a lot to do with the mentality that you have toward yourself. It has to do with the mentality you have toward the expectations that you set for yourself that other people have set for you. So It's not just taking care of yourself. It's learning how to conquer the negative mindsets that cause us to feel guilty or cause us to feel condemned in the first place. So as you're listening today, if you think of someone who you think needs to listen to this episode, maybe it's a new mom, an expecting mom, so they can get a jump start on their mental health as a mom, would you please send it to them? If you have a friend across the country who, you know, you just share everything mom related with them, would you please share this podcast with them? I know it's going to be helpful. So today, we're going to be talking about the three secret signs that you're experiencing mom guilt. So these are not your typical ones. These aren't like, oh, I I feel like I can't go take a shower by myself, or it's like this badge of honor to have not washed my hair for two weeks. No, we're we're not going to talk about those ones and the ones some other people have covered. (laughs) Um, So today, we're not going to be talking about some of the mindsets or... So today, we're not going to be talking about some of the... uh, signs that you might be struggling with mom guilt. Maybe it's so obvious to you like, of course I'm suffering from mom guilt. Of course I'm having that happen in my life. Today we're going to talk about some of the secret signs that you might be experiencing mom guilt. And the reason I want to do this is because sometimes we're so good at pretending things are okay, we forget to actually take care of the needs that we have inside, in our mind, our emotions. And those things do matter. That actually ties in great with my first point. And the first secret sign that you might be suffering from mom guilt or experiencing mom guilt is that you're not allowing yourself to feel negative feelings. And I don't mean genuinely not having negative feelings because there are seasons of life and days in life, I think, where most of our feelings are positive and that's great. I mean that you're sitting there and you've had a hard day with your kids and you start to feel something negative And instead of kind of letting yourself have that feeling and process it and say, why am I feeling this way? What can I do to change it? You shut it down and you say, no, I can't feel this way. Good moms don't feel this way. And you start to feel bad. You start feeling like you have to shove it all down deep. You're trying to avoid the feeling of guilt or shame that comes from having those negative feelings. And listen, I'm all about positive thinking. I make a concerted effort to be very positive in my life and in my mindset. If I start feeling negative, I really work hard to shift Uh, to positives, to scriptures, uh, to whatever it is that helps me kind of refocus. 
Um, and that's gotten me through some tough seasons as a mom, but there's just a difference between having a positive mindset and ignoring the fact that negative thoughts exist. You know, your negative feelings are valid and it's evidence that there's something that's broken in your life, whether it's a broken system or broken expectation. Um, and basically, you can't fix what you don't feel. I, I can't fix a feeling of inadequacy if I never let myself realize that that's something that's going on. Um, my, my pastor said it really well. God can't heal what you don't feel. You know, I'm a Christian and I pray. If I don't reveal to God what I'm thinking and I'm feeling, even though he might know, he can't do a work inside me unless I'm willing to let him in and to work with me. You know, there's there's a story in the Bible where there's a blind man and Jesus says to him, what do you want? And it seems so obvious because, of course, he's blind. Jesus can see that. Everyone can see that. But Jesus wanted him to speak that need to him so that he could reach in and and change the thing that he met, that he cared most about. And, you know, of course, in that story, the blind man says, I want to see. And that's where Jesus was able to step in and heal him. So, you know, if you're not allowing yourself to feel negative feelings, you're just, you're missing out on an opportunity to grow. And I get it. It's not comfortable to have negative feelings, especially when it comes to negative feelings about your life or about your kids. Um, When my daughter was really young, I just remember feeling totally overwhelmed for a while. And it's a story maybe I'll get into more on a different episode. But I was, I was just feeling like, I'm a bad mom for not enjoying every moment with her. Like I wanted this baby. I love this baby. But my feel, my negative feelings were making me feel like I was a bad mom for feeling that. I was a bad mom for not loving every second with her the way that I, I did with my son. But really it wasn't fair because that was a totally different situation. Um, but I was letting the way that I was processing it and coping with it, especially in that crazy sleep-deprived state that, you know, we all have when we first have a baby. And I was letting it tell me, like, not that this was a hard season, but I was letting it tell me that, that these feelings I was having were a reflection of my character. Uh, and that was an absolute lie. So I had to acknowledge that I had to, I ended up, you know, talking to someone that I trust about those feelings and they were able to help reassure me, you know, this is not a reflection on you. And sure enough, as she got older, things got easier. Those feelings changed. And now she and I have a great relationship. I mean, she's only five months old. So as great of a relationship as you can have with a five month old. You know, I love spending time with her. I love when she smiles. I love playing with her. I love watching her grow. It doesn't feel the same as it did in the beginning. Um, And I'm so glad that I didn't let those feelings kind of fester and, and stew inside of me and make me think that I was doing something wrong or that I wasn't cut out for this. Um, the way those feelings were trying to make me feel like I was in the moment. So if this is you, if you're avoiding your feelings, I just want to encourage you to find a safe place to just feel them. And that might feel so uncomfortable for you. (laughs) I like to do it sometimes in my shower, while I'm praying, while I'm talking to my husband. Um, And just talking them out for a few minutes actually does make me feel better. It's not that I'm going to sit there and I'm going to stew in them and I'm going to live in that place, but just acknowledging what's going on and saying, hey, this is a hard season. I think I need to get some extra support so that I don't feel quite as overwhelmed, so that I don't feel like I I can't do it. And having those conversations, um, opening it up to the right people who can who you can trust to speak truth into your situation, who are going to tell you the truth about how you're doing, who are going to speak life into you, um, that's going to help you overcome those feelings. They don't have to define you. They don't have to overwhelm you. But just acknowledging them and working through them can help you realize that even when those bad feelings come up, you might be having bad feelings, but that does not make you a bad mom.
Number two, secret signs. You might be experiencing mom guilt. Number two is you find yourself over-explaining your decisions. Uh, this is me. This is mine. I was thinking about these reasons, and I've definitely done all of them a little bit, but this one especially, I thought, man, I think I just did this a few days ago. I process things verbally, so in one way, talking about it can help me fully understand what I'm doing, the decision I made, but it also tells me that something inside me is not fully confident in my decision, um, that I'm feeling some amount of guilt over the decision that I'm making. And again, guilt can be good because it shows us where we've made a mistake. Guilt can prompt you to reevaluate what you're doing and say, do I need to make a change? Is there something I'm really not comfortable with that I need to fix? But it can't lead to condemnation. You know, sometimes I'm feeling guilty not because I think I'm making a mistake, but because my decision just required a certain give and a take. And that give and take was a departure from what I thought that I would be like as a mom or a departure from what the person listening to me thinks that a mom should be like. Um, And that can make it really, really hard and challenging to avoid mom guilt when you're second. So if you find yourself over explaining and trying to sort of justify what you're thinking, try these two steps. One, Think about how you really feel about your decision. Go back, acknowledge those feelings. Is there something that's making you uncomfortable? Is there something you're not okay with? Is there something you want to change? Uh, If there is, then do it. Find a solution. Talk about it with a trusted friend. Talk about it with your spouse. um, And and make that change. Do whatever it's going to take to make you feel more confident and comfortable with the decision that you've made. Sometimes we have to make decisions that that aren't ideal. You know, I know some moms are in a position where they have to go back to work and maybe they feel guilty about that. You know, that's, if you have to go back to work, you have to go back to work. That says nothing about you as a mom. (laughs) You know, there's no reason to feel guilty about something that you need to do. The key in those situations is to just find a way to be uh, confident about your approach to the situation. Maybe you have to work a certain number of days a week, but you know that you are doing everything that you can to support your child. You have picked out the best child care center that you can find. You are planning uh, fun activities for the weekend. Whatever it is that makes you feel confident about that decision, do it. Make the change. Number two, don't worry about sharing your logic with anyone. Anyone. Now, I guess the caveat to that is that it's good to talk with your spouse if you're married Um, and maybe a trusted mentor. But that's it. Not everybody needs a window into your life. And if you're feeling stressed and guilty and you feel this outside pressure, then it's definitely a sign that it's a time to take a step back and stop letting so many people speak into your life. That's frustrating your ability to think through things clearly. It's frustrating your ability to be confident. And ultimately, what they think about it doesn't matter. It matters what you think about it. It matters how you feel about the decision. And it matters how that decision is affecting your family. If all of those things are aligned, it really doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. So there is no reason to waste your time trying to explain and explain and explain in a way that they'll understand, hoping to gain their approval. When again, the only approval that matters is you, between you and your family. And number three, the number three reason that you could be experiencing mom guilt and not realizing it is this. You find it hard to sit still. What I mean by that is you might be finding it hard to sit still if you constantly do things while other people are sitting. If you're cleaning while your kids play. If you're checking emails in the car. If you're kind of just like walking around the house picking up random things while everyone else is watching a movie. 
you might be finding it hard to sit still. And, you know, of course there's being efficient. I know there's definitely time when you might need to check your email in the car to get it all done. But you have to know your own limit and you have to know kind of where the tipping point is for you. And a good key indicator is that even during periods of relaxation, like you've scheduled relaxation into your schedule, like I'm going to watch my favorite TV show from 9 to 10 tonight, you just have this nagging feeling that you should be doing something else. You should be productive. You should be, should be, should be. And if you have that nagging feeling, that nagging itch to get up and do something, answer an email, um, you know, do something you have to do for your business or do something extra with your kids or for your kids, then that might mean that you feel like you're not doing enough. And I, I get it. Moms have a lot on their plates. You know, if I filled my day with every single task that I think that I should do, I would be very, very busy, like wall to wall busy. <laughs> but you have to ask yourself why you feel like you have to be doing something every second of every day. Why do you feel like you have to be productive? Like why does being productive hold so much value in your mind? Because let me tell you, your value is so much more than what you do. You have so much value just in your presence, just in being present as a mom and as a wife and as a friend, just being there, just talking to someone about absolutely nothing. Even those things are productive. And I think that's what happens is that we tend to think that things that aren't a nice, neat check off our box are therefore unproductive things. You know, that's something that my husband and I have been working on is I feel a lot of pressure to be doing a lot of things. I have a lot of different things on my plate. I'm taking on some different things. We still have two very young kids. Um, But I started to realize like some of the most productive things I can do are just investments. It's investing into my marriage. It's investing into my kids. And those things don't look productive. um, Investing into myself, investing into my my personal development, um, my personal health. It doesn't feel the same as like, oh, I cleaned my kitchen and now I see a clean kitchen or I did this work assignment and now I can check it off my list. It feels different. It's harder to see the end result because it's so much more abstract. It's something you won't really get to see until sometimes later in your life. But I think that we just have to redefine what we think of as productive and say, you know what? There is value in sitting still with my kids. There's value in sitting still with my husband because it's those moments that are going to draw out um, meaningful conversations that are going to draw out uh, fun, adventurous moments. And you can't just be rushing through your life uh, trying to get the next thing done that you forget to slow down and, and have those happen just because you feel like it's not enough because you're not doing enough if you sit still and you make room for those moments. So there you have it, three secret signs that you might be experiencing some mom guilt. And I just want to say that, you know, a little bit of all these things is not a bad thing. It's good to be productive. It's good to have a positive mindset. Um, But so only you can know if these are things that you need to work on to find greater peace and confidence. The point is just that to be the mom that you were made to be, you can't let mom guilt, you can't let mom condemnation come into any part of your life. You are the best mom for your child. What you are doing for them is enough. And I just want this episode to be your permission to just be, to just be today. You know, some people are always going to have opinions about what you should or shouldn't do, what you should or shouldn't feel. Pleasing them is not your goal. Your goal is for you and your family to be healthy and to be whole. That is your priority. Your priority is to say, how are my actions affecting me? How are they affecting my family? And I'm going to, I'm going to make any modification I need to make us as a family unit healthy and whole. If you're feeling guilty, 
deal with it, address it, address the thing that's causing that conflict in you, and then leave it alone. Don't worry about what other people think. Address the emotion. Change your plan. Just don't let any of this mommy guilt lead to mommy condemnation because the fact is that you are the best mom for your kids and you were made to be a mother. That is all of the time that I have for today. If you don't already, I would so appreciate if you would come follow along on Instagram, abigail.condon. Um, over there, I like to share some funny reels. I share quotes from episodes. I share some sneak peeks into my life as well as you know some of the things I'm doing well and some of the things I'm learning. Um, I would also really appreciate it if you would leave a rating and a review. This is a really new podcast, so those ratings and reviews mean a lot. It shows iTunes and Spotify and everybody that people like this podcast, that it's helpful. So again, if it's helpful for you, I would just be so honored if you would leave a rating and review. So anyways, that is, again, all the time we have for this week. Go out and kill it. You guys are awesome mothers, and I'm going to talk to you next week.